0: My name is uh, Edward May. I'm the Noble Grand for Victoria Lodge Number One, and uh, we have uh, pulled together quite a few different social, uh, very eclectic social ideas and uh, different different evenings. And I've been really proud of some of the some of the things we've done, and we've done some great charities here and there,
1: not huge scale, but definitely with lots of heart. Welcome to the Modern Goat Rider Podcast. I'd like to take this opportunity to emphasise the opinions expressed by our hosts and guests are strictly their own and do not represent the positions of any Lodge, Grand Lodge or other branches of the Independent Order of Fellows. Our fascinating conversations will be open to the public for the purposes of inspiring our global membership and promoting the Order. So sit back, open your ears and your heart in your hand while I introduce you to our hosts. Welcome to the Modern Goat Rider Podcast. I'm Billy Sanderson, and I'm Josh Miller. How you doing today, Josh?
0: I'm doing great. You know, um, I could. I'll tell you what's going on right now. I'm. Um, my wife and I have decided to do an eight-week uh, transformative um, diet and uh, health regime. Basically. Wow. Uh, where? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I'm. I am trying to. Um, uh, create a new relationship with food it's not for pleasure it's not for something to do when you're bored it's only for fuel and um yeah and we're so we're working out every day and i'm eating a lot less you're supposed to feel hungry and wear that like a badge of honor wow. so uh, yeah yeah so it's interesting I've, I've lost five pounds in the last seven days which is kind of awesome
1: oh fantastic
0: and, and feeling svelte and a little bit more energetic and i'm hungry right now but it's not the end of the world and it's not a reason
1: to go get a bag of chips but you're wearing that badge very well you see the
0: badge billy you i see, see it? it
1: i see the badge of hunger very nice <laughs> i unfortunately am doing the opposite and uh i went on a course of no carbs for quite some time and now it uh, this past weekend was like oh we'll have pasta for dinner and then we'll have rice with our dinner. And you know what, why don't we have mashed potatoes and gravy because it's Sunday or breakfast Uh, and then it's leftover for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, I've,
0: we've gone that, I've gone that route and uh, I think during COVID right now, you know, it's like, this is a good time to uh, take a break and kind of change uh, a little bit of uh, what you're doing normally and I'm feeling good. And I'm hoping that this is all done before Christmas or before the Christmas uh, festivities begin, even though they're gonna be a little bit different this year. Cause I do like chocolate sometimes, you yeah. know,
1: chocolate's good. Well, it's about the habit, right? You gotta you gotta spend a lot of time breaking the habit and creating new ones, right? There you go. I tried this one, sorry, rambling on this one. I tried this one, it didn't work, but I decided I was gonna walk uh, in the morning. And instead of going straight to work, because I work up, I sleep upstairs and I work downstairs. And so my commute is literally three minutes with a break to make at the coffee in the morning. And uh, so I had this idea of going for a walk. And I think trying to create that habit, and maybe I can actually tie this to Odd Fellowship is that, you know, we were you bring up COVID and we decided uh, in my house that we would try to do new things. And so we had this habit of going for walks and trying to do those walks in the morning. <clears throat> but uh, COVID kind of lasted so long that we kind of fell out of that. And I'm you know, thinking of Odd Fellows and thinking of meetings and stuff. It's keeping that habit that we all had uh, prior to March uh, 2020 when our habit of going to Lodge was broken. So uh, here we are, podcasting weekly to try to keep our habit. And um, yeah, did you miss podcasting last week? I did, I did
0: miss it. I missed it, um, I missed the connection, I missed you. I missed, um, we, I was, we did have a meeting recently on Zoom, which is great, but um, this habit that we're forming um, of us getting together and talking about our fellowship and trying to connect with um, the order is one that um, I hope lasts for a long time and like you said you know that attrition you know because COVID's last so long that we you know we we're all gung-ho at the beginning of March okay things are changing and we're gonna make these changes and we're all gonna check in on each other and we're gonna do zoom and then it goes on longer than you think, or you get tired of it, and all of a sudden you, you fall back into um, you know lazier patterns. When uh, we need to d- d- redouble our our efforts and trying to continue to connect with each other, and continue to promote odd fellowship around the world.
1: Uh, so today's show, we're going to have a just a Josh and Billy show. Uh, we've got a few things that we wanted to yammer about, connect, a little uh, retrospective, even on some of the episodes uh, that have gone through here. Uh, But uh, the first big news is that we did, in fact, cross the 1500 download uh, level for our podcast. Yay!
0: Yay! Thanks, everybody, for that. That's awesome. Thanks,
1: everybody. Yeah, that's been great. And sharing it, this is a project that we enjoy and that we like connecting with each other and we hope people are connecting and they're sharing this uh that makes sense that we're growing in certain areas because we have hearing about people talk about odd fellows and on the other podcasts and in the facebook conversations so uh we're very pleased that we continue to grow and that uh we're now Seeing you know twenty downloads a day, where not too long ago we were just sitting around eleven for like the longest time. So those nine people per day, that's that's great.
0: I would really like to see a lot more interaction. I mean, I want you people out there in Goatland to come and you know connect with us. Please, we want to hear from you. We want to we want to hear what you'd like to what you'd like to see on future shows, or just um, you know say hi and let us know what Odd Fellowship is like in your neck of the woods. It's exciting to do this, but I want that. I really, I I want that two-way street going. So, if anybody's out there, they they just want to drop us a line. They can send us an email. Well, first off, like and subscribe to the podcast, please. Of course, of course. Rate our podcast and give us a review if you have a a minute. Um, The other thing is, we would love to hear from you on Facebook at the Modern Goat Rider Podcast or um, at our website, which is, uh, the emails info at modern goat,
1: That's right. Great. Thanks. And share that website, moderngoatrider.com. A few other things that are kind of, uh, housekeeping, and maybe we'll talk about the correspondence as well. Um, actually, you know what, let's just jump right into the correspondence because we did receive a email at info at modern And it is addressed to us uh, from Russell Zapp Uh, Russell turns out is in British Columbia he's on the mainland and his email is I am a prospective new member of an Odd Fellows Lodge unfortunately due to COVID I am in a holding pattern in my membership approval. I am loving your podcast and learning so much. My grandfather was an odd fellow for over 50 years, and I'm looking to continue the tradition. Fitting, I guess, since I just turned 50 years old. Love the podcast and can't wait to be a member of uh, in the near future. So, yay, 50 years old. That's when I joined. I love it. I love it. I, you ne, it's never too
0: old to, you're never too old or you're never too young to, to become an odd fellow. And, um, definitely at that 50 year mark, you're, you know, maybe you have a little bit more time and you're able to commit a little bit more, but Russell, thank you for the email. And thanks for, um, continuing to work towards becoming a member, even with within these hard times when it, you know, momentum slows and, you know, you know, if it was a regular year, we would have you 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 would be initiated now and you'd be a member and you'd be experiencing all there is to becoming an odd fellow, but keep it up. We really appreciate it. And yeah, 50 years old. Great time to become an odd fellow, Billy. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, great. Thanks, Russell. So what have you done? Kind of uh let's maybe turn around and just talk odd fellowy stuff. What have you done recently that's been kind of odd fellowy?
0: Well, we've um so we've started our meetings again at Columbia Lodge Number 2 on Zoom. Um, we had quite uh, so in Victoria, we have a big building that's utilized by three different lodges. and um, we have a group called the Board of the Union who manages the building and uh, tries to make sure the building is taken care of for the lodges. That group put together a reopening committee. Um, to see if we believe it's safe enough to reopen the lodge. So uh, as Noble Grand of Columbia Lodge number two, I was involved in some meetings with the reopening committee and it was basically decided that we couldn't reopen it quite yet. According to our public health officers here in British Columbia, it just doesn't make sense. There'd be a lot of extra work and a lot less um, connection than we're used to having within the building. So we have decided to get back to Zoom meetings. So I was really happy that we had our first uh, Zoom meeting of the new term. Uh, last week and we have another one this week sorry it was two weeks ago and we have another one this week so I've just been kind of working towards uh, elections and bylaws and a couple of um, you know tidying up for this year I will be moving on to pa- uh, pass grant next year and my vice grant will be the prop most likely the incoming noble grant so I'm excited about I'm excited about seeing what he does in within that so other than that not too much. How about you, Billy? Uh,
1: so what I've been doing is, uh, well, I've got some stuff going on. So I was lucky to be invited as a speaker uh, to a Odd Fellows 101 class that was put on last weekend by the uh, Noble Grand and Vice Grand of Bastion Lodge Number no. 4. And it had a s- sort of sparse turnout. It was a Zoom meeting. It would have been great to do it in the hall. Uh, which was the plan back in the spring. Uh, The content was myself and Sister Becky Auld, who is a a guest here, guest on show number two. And she and I covered kind of big picture how Oddfellows works. And the intent was to get the initiates who were initiated uh, the week before COVID closed down uh, Victoria So they were initiated, they had their ceremony, it was uh, really great. Uh, I was lucky to be a part of that uh, cast and crew. So since the lodge closed in uh, March, they have been forced into a virtual Odd Fellowship, which is not as fulfilling as what we know as Odd Fellowship meeting, getting in the hall, watching the, uh, the ceremony, watching the process of being an Odd Fellow, seeing meetings, Uh, events, etc, etc, etc. So the idea was back in the spring is that they would give them a jump start of education on Odd Fellowship. And that just got delayed until finally now. So the the content that I covered, I did a bit of history and I did a a talk thanks to what I learned from uh, brother Toby Hansen in Encampment. I was able to talk a little bit about Encampment. Uh, and explain what encampment was is well,
0: that's amazing. I mean I, I really wish that that um, had happened to me when I was a first year odd fellow because I think that's you know, unless you're sitting down with somebody, you know and get that one on one that history and some of the symbolism and the different branches. It takes years to learn that stuff if somebody doesn't just lay it all out for you all at once. so um, that's a that's a great idea. and I think I think a lot of lodges could adopt such a thing.
1: yeah. and I was given uh, a while ago, I was given a PowerPoint collection from a past grandmaster who's our uh, in our lodge, uh, brother Gordy Moffat had given me some slides. and it basically was this class. Uh, and it was in his belief, that new members are uh coming in and they're they're loving the social side and they tend to pick up the social side quite a bit and there is a few a smaller group that gravitates towards um you know kind of more what is this all about and so uh, he had created this powerpoint collection um that uh was a grand lodge view of things. So it was really interesting and and I'm I'm kind of talking about this one because if you listen to the 3 Links oddcast episode with the uh, the brothers from the family lodge uh number 293 which was just initiated. So I think that, uh 3 Links oddcast is dropping a, a new episode today and uh so it's the one prior to they have uh, two brothers on from uh it's Hamilton new jersey and they talk about how they're envisioning odd fellowship and it's very much about leadership it's very much about education
0: where did they get get their ideas from odd fellowship was it from somebody who came in and helped them start this lodge?
1: yeah so they So yeah their story is that there was a lodge that they were part of um and their view of the lodge wasn't what they wanted out of Odd Fellowship. They believe that the way the lodge was operating was uh, too casual, too social and not getting enough Odd Fellowship out of what they could get. And so they they're similar to Columbia, they suit up for their meetings, they uh, they're taking the approach of of educating and understanding is more valuable to the membership than just uh, these events that you, you throw a party and, uh, yeah, you raise a bunch of money and I don't know, you have pancake breakfast, or you do these things that are very traditional, old social things. Um, and they are trying to take another tangent. So instead of strong arming the lodge in a similar way that the bastion girls did with the Rebecca's, instead of strong arming this lodge, they, um, took the direction of chartering a new lodge, setting their new own culture, etc. Great idea. You've got yeah. enough
0: membership and you want to, you know, you want to set a new direction or course rather than trying to change your current lodge. You can start another one. It's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I did, which has a bit of a humorous story. So I purchased um, brother Louis Blake sale Sarmento, Sarmento, sorry. Brother Louis, as I like to call him. Just brother Louis. Call him brother Louis. everybody out there in odd land knows brother Louie. of right? course he wrote, wrote the book he wrote the book uh so i i own his other book and so i bought his newest latest well, look, little do a plug uh, for his first book what was it what's it called oh, his first book uh yes it's called Oddfellowship. odd fellowship rediscovering more than 200 years of history traditions and community service perfect it's and a it's a quite book. a great book it's yeah, actually it's uh I like the way it's written because it's a history book that reads like a modern history book. And of course I also like it because there's a ton of pictures of Columbia Lodge number two members in it.
0: Well, I remember when brother Louis came and visited us in Victoria and it was so neat to see some brothers from the Philippines. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, like I was still, I I can't remember what he came for. It was like grand lodge sessions or something was big was happening in Victoria and there was a contingency from the Philippines and he was one of them and he was just so amazing, so energetic and so enthused about Odd Fellowship. And, and they were basically there on a shoestring, it seemed like they, they were staying in the lodge and they were like selling T-shirts to get to the next destination. It was amazing. And um, and obviously, um, Louis, I know you're out there and I've 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 reached out to you. I'd really love to have you on the show. Um, so we've already plugged one of your books, so you owe us. And now we're going to plug the second one. What book did you just get?
1: So I got the Ancient Rites of Odd Fellowship, uh, which is revisiting the uh, ritual of the patriotic odd fellows of 1797. And so this, this is an ebook, you can just download this one. No, or it's paper. It's a real paper book. I'm holding okay. it in my hand.
0: I don't know why I thought it was an ebook, maybe it's out there as an ebook too. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I'd yeah. rather
1: have it in my hands than I can make notes. And I think
0: most people would too.
1: Yeah. Uh so anyways, this is the same ritual that uh brother uh, Michael and sister Linnea discussed in theirs when they mentioned the 1797 ritual. So this is really cool. Please if you are an odd fellow, uh check it out. If you're not an odd fellow, it might not Make a lot of sense until you've been through a, a, a degree uh, more than just initiation but uh it's very cool it's a and it's well written um around the um, the ritual itself so i want to thank brother louis for making that available and i got her pretty quickly because it's on amazon
0: beautiful beautiful
1: now the story about that is that i had i wasn't living where I'm living my home, and when I ordered it, and so I had to find a place to send it. So I sent it to my mom's address. And I told my mom, Hey, mama, I'm sending a book to you. And uh, I'll come and get it. And she missed the I'll come and get it part meaning that it was for me. So she told me she got the book and that she was starting to read it today. And she told me in a text. And so I sent her the text back right away and said, mom, don't read the book. She's 85 um, and she doesn't read her texts as often as she reads books. And so she didn't tell me how far into it she got, but certainly passed um, page uh, 10 and into the ritual and the next text that came at the end of the day, which was a uh, Oh boy, this book is for you.
0: <laughs> well, I think we should have her on the show and see what she thought about those first fifteen pages. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it might be interesting. It would
1: be really interesting. Uh, my mother's a very special person, like many mothers are. Um, so it would be good to uh, to talk to her at some time. It
0: would be mother's Day, we should have both our moms on the show.
1: Oh, now that's an idea.
0: There you go. Okay, we'll think about it. Okay, we'll put it down. Have some time. Well, so you've got, so you got the book yep. all is all as well. And, um, it's, uh, adding to your library of odd fellow, um, books,
1: books that I schlep around from house to house. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that you sound like my daughter. When we went camping one time, we were, uh, we were just about to go camping and, um, it was three day camping trip out in the bush and she was nine years old and, and she, I grabbed her bag and it's it weighed like a ton. I'm like, what is in here? We're just going for three days. I open it up and there's the entire Harry Potter um series of hardcover books in her bag. I'm like, why why are you taking these? You're only you won't even you won't even read five pages. Come on. It was funny. Um she won't she'll never live that one down. She won't. No. No, no. That was good. That was good.
1: Uh, so what do you got? What do you got happening? You got uh, some thoughts on your mind? Some odd fellowy thoughts? I have some deep thoughts.
0: And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something out and I want you to comment on it and tell me what you think, okay? So the first one is uh, just a statement. And uh, I've just been thinking about it and it makes me feel good, especially in these times of division, you know, with, uh, in the States and in, actually all over the world, really. And a statement is, Odd Fellows is a perfect place to learn how to bridge the growing divide between groups. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, I like that. I think we've talked about a few things on this, and even uh, there's been some things, if you just look at the groups within inside Odd Fellowship, I think it has that context to it. So the generational gaps, the gender gaps, the background experience, culture gaps, all of those things are available in a diverse lodge. Then there's the idea that I liked Alex had, which when Alex was on talking about the people that they serve with the red roller, he he said these people are part of our community and right. we tend to box ourselves into what our community is sometimes. And I think Oddfellows should be teaching us that, well, we're all neighbors, we're all brothers, sisters, and we're all part of the same community.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, by uh, getting out into the community and helping them, we, we we bridge that divide between people who need help and people who can provide it. Um, I, I like also the fact that when we go into the lodge, we're all equal, you know, no matter mm-hmm. what. We've talked about this before, too, and that, you know, we can you can be from any kind of background within the lodge. And then once you enter it, you know, we're all uh, working together um, at, a, at the same level. And um, there's only, you know, there's first degree, second degree, third degree, there's really nothing else that uh, defines who we are within the lodge. Um, no, no religion, you know, no politics, no class, uh, only, uh, what we do within the the walls of the lodge hall and and beyond um, when it comes to odd fellowship, so i like I like that, and I like that when we get together and we become that bundle of sticks um, we aren 't divided <laughs> we 're united you know mm-hmm. and that's that 's something that um, that always makes me feel good is when we get and we have a good meeting or we have a good event or Ah, uh, just a couple of us get together and go and do something good. It just—it feels, you feel that connection, you feel that that bond, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good feeling. So
1: yeah, and I had this oh, man. I was having this thought. Of course, the news is on, and I have this challenge, which I think Oddfellows is slowly helping me with. Uh, and the exposure to a community, um, that odd fellows brings to me, I have this idea and it's not fully vetted out, but I'm, I'm wondering if hate is really easy. And I think hate is easy to achieve because it requires things that take no effort. It, it requires ignorance, um, it requires a uh, lack of exposure or experience, which right. it ties into ignorance, but Judgment, like,
0: pre-judgment.
1: Yeah. Pre-judgment and all of that. And I think if you find community, if you find anything odd fellows or, um, you know, a, another community organization, I'm part of a newcomers uh, group uh, newcomers to the, to the city and the, the people who are coming in are, are mostly immigrant or uh just just not from uh Canada. And it's giving me this sort of okay, well, it would be so easy to hate somebody coming into the country who is, you know, in theory, uh limiting the opportunity for me um by either taking whatever political here we're going political, not going trying to be political, but the idea that they're reducing my opportunity in some way um and without getting to know them um the same goes for uh somebody in kind of odd fellows like if you have a misunderstanding with somebody and you make it easy to uh to take an agree disagreement and you you escalate it into something where it's like dislike and then dislike slowly becomes blah 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 Mm -hmm. but i'm wondering how Odd Fellowship, and this might be the phrase. I'll read it again: "Is Odd Fellows is the perfect place to learn how to bridge the growing divide between groups, and and say it is to reduce the divide between groups."
0: Absolutely, and here comes the love, though. Yeah, because love is love is easy too. You just have to get there, you know. And uh, we, you know, the more that you spend time with with your brothers, your sisters the more you see all the great things that they have to give to you and that you can give to them, then the love comes easy and love, you know, hate is easy. Sure. But if you allow yourself to love and that brotherly love is something Mm -hmm. that we, um, that we have within our order, that love becomes way easier. You just relax and you let your, you let it come out and you let it come in and hate will fall away. You don't need hate. You don't need that. You know, because it just makes you feel bad. No matter how easy it is to get to jump to that, it makes you feel bad. And Mm -hmm. love is so much better. And that's, um, I'm so glad that one of our links is love, because this is my favorite word. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Okay, here's one for you. Okay. Uh, You've got this, and we've got you. Odd Fellowship was born from the most difficult of times. Let us know. If you are ready to find more, I don't know what that
1: means. Where'd you get
0: that one? I don't know. I just found it somewhere, but, um, I think it was on some, uh, Facebook page and, but it talks, it talks about how, you know, odd fellowship was born out of tough times and we're back. We have returned to those tough times, right? These we're in tough times and maybe we're not out there, uh, financially supporting each other or, um, necessarily, but this is a time when there is a need for something and Oddfellows can provide it. What do you think?
1: I, uh, I like it, uh, I, it's, it's three short sentences that I think all have uh, different meanings. Like the, we got, you've got this, we've got you. So that's the, the, the friend, uh, the support. Mm -hmm. uh is born out of difficult times that's a little history piece that is what you say right Mm -hmm. like uh it's 1800s 1700s there was there was no service um and then let us know if you're ready to find more is that inviting sort of hey ask me i may know and uh what are you curious about i like that one too yeah
0: yeah. It's kind of, well, it's good. It's, it's, it's a multifaceted paragraph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind it, of it, uh, it rounds it out. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like the, you know, the, the, you've got this and we've got you is kind of like, is the rah, rah support, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think and a lot of people need to hear that and they don't necessarily hear that from uh, maybe their work or um, the people in their family, but um, definitely to be able to tell somebody uh, that you know, hey, you, we can get through this together. You know, you you've got it, and we've got you, and you've got me, and we've got each other. That's a great feeling. Again, that you know, I mean, that's um, it's,
1: it's sunny and share theory.
0: Yeah, exactly. I got you, babe.
1: That's and
0: right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think recognizing that <laughs> that we are in tough times. You know, this is something that's you know something we've never been through in our lifetime, and and realizing that. Uh, you can't just do it by yourself, Nessa. I'm having trouble with this word today, uh, uh, necessarily. You know, it's important to realize, you know, we can't, we're not perfect. And, uh, you know, during this time, you are going to fall and you are going to have tough times. I know I have. You know, I've had some moments during this pandemic when I definitely haven't felt myself. You know, it's just not like me. But knowing that uh the odd fellows it, it came from that and then you get you go back to those original ideas of support you know whether it's uh you know you know for me it's just emotional and having my brothers and sisters out there who i know have my back you know those feelings especially now during the toughest times
1: uh, it's it's uh monumental mm-hmm. and the the you know the members check in i'm seeing this more on uh social media to uh members checking in with members just uh uh i have a friend on facebook facebook friend i've never met him i really would like to meet him sometime uh that uh in the first thing in the morning he'll put up a post and it'll just say hey brothers check in you know let me know you're good and then people comment underneath yeah you're doing well blah 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 um and i think that's like like, like everybody's isolated. We're already isolated, but yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a cool, cool thing to think about. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm on like this Canadian dad's Facebook page and it's a lot of whining and complaining and uh, my wife did this and my kids do that. And um, you know, I wouldn't want to check in there, but I feel like these check-ins uh, within um, odd fellowship are so positive. And uh, even when people are having a hard time, it's from a, it's from a good place and definitely they just get supported so quickly um I love it I love I love hearing that everybody's doing okay and I think that brother we had brother watch uh with Columbia at number two at the beginning of the pandemic where you called five people um or you checked in with with a few people every day just to make sure everybody's okay and that was such a it was amazing thing I mean I put a call out I put a you know letting people know that I wasn't doing too well. And I got, you know, 25, 30 people coming back to me, telling me that they they love me and that I was there, that they were there for me. So anytime we can get out there and support each other and, and keep that connection going, which is, it seems now, like if we were just having meetings all the time, we would just wait two weeks to see those, those people. But because we're not having meetings all the time, I feel like sometimes a connection we're, we're connecting more often, which is, kind of, which is kind of a really cool thing. And I know I'm um, rambling about this, but that's how I'm feeling. What else you got? Well, the one last thing that I had was these wise words from the sovereign grand musician, Toby Hansen, who said, in the end, Odd Fellowship always wins. And I guess what he says, there, there will be conflict, but always remember to practice odd fellowship in finding a solution. Those who may find faults with you are not your adversaries. They're your brothers and sisters who just don't understand what you're doing yet. What does that mean, Billy?
1: I don't know. It reminds me of something that happened at our company, but I don't know where you, your brothers and sisters who just don't understand your, what you're doing. So is he saying that this is a leadership sort of thing? Like you have, you as a member are having an, you know, a vision or a idea, and then these people are putting up roadblocks and therefore they're becoming adversaries of yours because they don't understand what you're trying to do. Uh, Those who mind fall, find fault. What do you think?
0: I see with it is like, uh, so within lodge, you might have, um, Some conflict between brothers and sisters however we are family you know uh you know like when you have a fight with your brother or your mom or your dad or whatever you know you're gonna fight but in the end odd fellowship wins right they don't understand you just it's your job to kind of explain what you're what you're doing this is not necessarily they're not adversaries conflict can happen within families and groups but they don't all of a sudden become your enemy just because they don't agree with you. They're still your family. They're still your brother, they're still your sister, and odd fellowship always wins. Maybe we we'll get Toby. Maybe we'll get Toby to come maybe in and Maybe Toby have
1: to maybe the phone that one in. You know, our company one was uh, my, the the comp- side of the company I work for is like 160, 180,000 people. And everybody has their own measure of success within the organization, right? So you have all you have thousands of, uh, groups with, uh, you know, their own objectives and their own metrics and ways of measuring their success. And out came this, this phrase that kind of was like, you know, there's no competition within, like, like they kept saying, you know, focus on the competition external to the company. Don't compete amongst ourselves on who has this, whatever measure, um, winning and therefore all the other measures are losing because they're the, the two measures are against each other and when that circulated around there was an attempt uh, of varying success to say why don't we get all the people who have measures or expectations or belief or, or success criteria to talk to each other and to understand how each is affecting the other and so this was this the start of the talk about, Hey, our competition isn't here. Like we shouldn't come, we shouldn't be competing brothers and sisters against each other. We should be thinking outside and saying our, you know, well, in a company there's competition, but in odd fellows, there's not com- competition. It's just whether there's direction and success, I think more, but, uh, but yeah, don't have competition with inside. It's nasty.
0: Yeah. There's no need for it, especially because we are, we all are, or should be (laughs) working for the same goal. And that's just, you know, promoting our fellowship. And when there's been conflict within our lodge, uh, we've, I feel like we strike it down pretty quick. You know, we don't, it it doesn't dwell. um, It rarely um, turns into anything else. Some, you know, occasionally we've had to ask a member to move on or.
1: um, And striking it, it down isn't always striking it down with authority, it's, it's going and saying, what, what, what are you trying to achieve by saying that this is going on or what is the objective? Because it's not always the problem. It's the, uh, there might be something for that member who is struggling with something else. They're either, they could be struggling with stress or what's yeah,
0: um, the underlying cause of this
1: it's not right. always the problem right you, you 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 don't always have problems with things in the lodge that are your only problems it's the, the problem in lodge might be related or a, a symptom of another uh, more um, more telling problem or
0: Absolutely. or uh, it's a call for help you know, call I mean, for help. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's like, if, if, if someone's, if someone's being disruptive or, um, you know, not being cooperative within lodge, you, you know, it, it's usually because something's going on in their life and they, they need, they need something, you know, and that's always, that's where you got to go first. You know, you've got to go there.
1: Yeah. And that's the, bro- that's the member check-in to, to know what somebody's uh dealing with, whether they're, you know, they're, stepping away i'm going to step away from lodge for this year or the next couple of years because i've got these family obligations or i've got uh you know I, I i can foresee a change to my my lifestyle maybe it's work or maybe it's family or whatever i can see this coming and although lodge is very supportive and it helps me balance a normal life uh, maybe right now it would complicate things so i just need to step back And, you know, I'm going to take a leave of my dues for a year or or I'm going to keep paying my dues. You'll just see me at, uh, you know, the the pancake breakfasts or whatever. But again, the understanding of what's going on, I think it's important.
0: But I mean, that's coming from somebody who knows what's going on, right? Like I more often will get somebody who goes, I'm not doing logic anymore. I quit, you know, and like and then it's time to kind of investigate and go, hey, so you know, what, what's really the reason? Are you, What's going on in your life? You know, are you are going through a, personal problems or you're going through work problems or your kids or whatever? You know, and that's, you know, if somebody says, hey, my kids are at this age and my job's like this and I'm just going to take a year back, great. We totally understand. But when somebody says, oh, you guys are, you know, all you do is this and all you do is that and I'm out of here. You know, what is the real reason? It's not that. We know that. So let's it's just not. find out exactly what's going on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you always that empathy. And that's something that, that's something that I got, um, that I want to talk about today too, is just empathy and how, um, I've really learned that with relationships and, you know, any kind of connection you make with anyone, whether it's your brothers, your sisters, your parents, your spouse, your children, empathy is just the most important thing that you can do. If you can just see what they're, where they are and what they're, what's going on for them and then just let them know that you understand how they're feeling and that, you know, and just sit with that for a second. You know, it's the quickest way to resolve conflict and the quickest way to um, let a person understand that you're there for them. Yeah. I've, I've been really trying that with my (laughs) six-year-old, you know, it's like um, there's so many, so it's so easy just to snap and just say, do it this way and do it that way. And what do you mean? You don't want to clean up your room. But if you sit for a second and you talk to them and you just say hey hey i under totally understand that you don't want to clean your room i totally understand i i don't like cleaning my room either and then you st- you begin a conversation that um comes from a comes from a place where you both understand how you're feeling together and then you can move through resolutions so empathy the true language of love and connection
1: there you go well i i, I agree because when you have that you understand that this person whether they're born of your loin, or whether they're adopted, or they're just a new person in your relationships, uh, you get to understand that they are not the same as you, making you bring up cleaning the room well, making a bed uh, for my lovely wife is a ritual that she enjoys. And it means the start of her day. That bed is made. She heads out. That is the start of her day. And for me, it's like, oh, man, I better make the bed before I go back to bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at some point during the day. It's not a ritual for me. But knowing that it's important to her uh, emotional get out the door and get going, um, uh, it's I learned that. And, and you learn that through empathy and the conversation about it.
0: You leave the bed for her to make it, though, because she needs to make it so that she can get out the door. It doesn't. It works out really well for you guys because you don't have to.
1: I make won't admit to that. I won't admit yeah. to that. Uh, I just. Like
0: she needs to make the bet.
1: Well, if she, she woke up, made,
0: the bed made she needs to make the bet.
1: Yeah. Well, if she got the, out of bed before I do at five forty-five, then I probably would have to make the bet. Okay.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: I got one for you. Okay. Okay. It's related to baseball, of course, because we're Yay. in the baseball playoffs. Yay! Um, we, we like our baseball. So it, uh, so you hear this pretty often. And I use this example of uh, like the New York Yankees, the hated, uh, wealthy, rich, spend lots of money, New York Yankees, and uh, compared to the Tampa Bay Rays. And so this is where I heard the comparison, but now we're in the World Series and it's going to be the equally as rich uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And I saw this thing today where two players on the Los Angeles Dodgers have the same salary as the entire Tampa Bay race team for this year. Yes. So, uh, and that number is a lot of money. And so you have to kind of put it in context. So, uh, so the Tampa Bay's team salary is 26 million some odd dollars this year. That was it.
0: 26, that's it.
1: Well, prorated and all the crazy COVID stuff that was going on. And then two players on the Dodgers have that. And so what happens on bets? What is it? Yeah, it's bets and Kershaw. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So here, let me get to my thing. So, so this is the Goliath versus David scenario, right? Yeah. And so we have this big, big money, big, big evil empire of the yankees or the dodgers whatever your uh your choice is and then they're playing against this humble little team the rays yeah. so in our in our stories not to divulge too much um we have the uh david and goliath story in our right so here's a pose a, a tough question for you so if you have this story that we use very often, David and Goliath, the big versus the small. Right. Who's Jonathan?
0: (laughs) Okay. Who's Jonathan within a major league baseball?
1: Or just in, when we, every time we use the, oh, that's David versus Goliath. That's big money. That's, uh, that's small guy. That's the, the government is the big guy or the big corporation. So who's Jonathan?
0: Jonathan is the odd fellow. And he's the, he is the, He's the one who, who is there for you steadfast through this difficult uh, challenge that you're facing. You're David, or you're always the underdog, okay? That's, you know, if you're Goliath, then uh, you don't need odd fellowship, okay? But if you're David and you've got a big challenge ahead of you, just to know that someone is there willing to step in front of that sword from his father just to, just to save you and believe that you can do what you can do or deserve what you deserve or... Can be who you can be. Yeah, that's Jonathan. Jonathan is the odd fellow who's going to stand beside you and and support you in all the challenges of your life.
1: How's that? That's beautiful. What do you think? Uh, I think so too. I think uh, Jonathan is not necessarily another uh, little weak, weaker person in the story. And so that applies that David versus Goliath. Well, David needs the help of somebody. Um, And that somebody, it doesn't matter whether they're wealthier or whether they're just as uh, they're in this, the same situation of being little. um, That teamwork is what gets them farther. And that is odd fellowship. So I agree. I agree with you.
0: That's, and that's a beautiful analogy. And that's something that we also need to remember is like, you know, let's be that Jonathan out there, you know, let's, especially for each other, but for even for, you know, any little guy, you know, any little guy who's out there who's fighting a challenge, let's just be that Jonathan, let's be that person who um, will support uh, regardless that unconditional support and, um, and caring.
1: God. cool
0: you're bringing that up man that just that just hits me right in the fields hitting mm-hmm. me in the off-fellow field <laughs>
1: <laughs> beautiful um that's all i got my sheet of paper is uh is everything's checked off okay. uh i i uh
0: i've still got one more oh
1: please let's you let's see. do one more and then Maybe i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna do a, pre- a
0: preview of what's could come okay this one is uh our job on earth isn't to criticize, reject, or judge. Our purpose is to offer a helping hand, compassion, and mercy. We are to do unto others as we hope they would do unto us. Golden rule. Yeah, just easy. Easy to remember and easy to do. But continue to, you know, not criticize, reject, or judge, but offer a helping hand, compassion, and mercy. And it is beautiful, right?
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
0: that's what we need to do that's it that's it we don't even need to talk about that one
1: nope i'll just put that one in my pocket Okay. let's do it all right so as we close i'm just gonna do i'm gonna look over at the big whiteboard here in my office at uh what we've got lined up for us so we don't normally do a preview but we've been setting up some uh some interviews yeah So we're going to be interviewing a uh, member, uh, Secret, who it is, uh, who is in Amsterdam and Holland, Amsterdam, Holland. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's in Amsterdam. Uh, We'll get that all confirmed, but he is certainly in the Netherlands.
0: Off of the continent.
1: Off. Yeah. So we are uh, recording today at uh, 9 a.m. And we'll do the same when we set that one up. Uh, We also have a... uh, a series that i'd like to start here in victoria and that is to connect with other fraternal organizations that are in the area that are doing well and contributing to our community and so uh the first people group up is the uh, fraternal order of eagles and so we have an interview set up with a couple of their members
0: that's going to be neat i can't wait to hear about what they do
1: yeah that'll be cool Um, and then we have two others that we haven't set a date for yet but uh, we are going to be uh, connecting with a Theta Rho uh, club in Washington state which is actually uh, we're going to connect with the one the closest to Victoria geographically Uh, getting there by car is not the easiest but uh, literally as the crow flies very close
0: yeah. just the stones
1: toss away. That's right. Uh,
0: and for those who don't know what that a row is, it's sort of the um, junior female odd fellows.
1: Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. Junior girls. Yep. Yeah. And then the last one we are going to be doing a, uh, I wouldn't call it a simulcast, but it's going to be a crossover event, crossover event of the, uh, of the year uh, with the, Three Links Oddcast and the Modern Goat Rider are going to join forces for one for one big monster episode.
0: Yes, yeah, this is going to be so exciting. We're the, the, there's going to be five of us uh, all trying to talk all at once. No, just joking. We're going to really we'll do really well to uh, limit uh, everyone's time, but especially Toby's because you know he rambles. Uh, just joking, Tobes. Um, yeah, but it's going to be fun because uh, y- you will have you will have to download one half of the episode from our website or from our podcast uh, streaming device and one from theirs. Is that too much information?
1: No, it's perfect. I've just hit my microphone twice. Um, so he's <laughs> so excited. You just like, so, bouncing I'm banging or <laughs> smashing it around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm excited for that. And so that's one that's like this plus those four we've got. Uh, another month full of um, yes. modern goat rider odd fellowship.
0: Yeah, so stay tuned, uh, listeners, and just remember you can you can always just saddle up because we're
1: going to goatland. We're going to goatland. Thanks very much, Josh. Good to talk to you. You too, Billy. Love you. Um, we'll see you soon. Uh, we'll see you at the meeting on Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow night. It's going to be fantastic. That's good. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening and um, download us again soon.
0: Yep, don't forget subscribe. Thank you.